Well, let me, I guess, just ask why uh, you've decided as commander of the American Legion Post to here locally to speak out about this Marine Lieutenant Colonel. Why did you feel so strongly about this that you felt the need to issue this statement? Okay, very good. Um, first, let me start, Jim, by saying thank you and allowing me to be on your program. It's definitely an honor and uh, a privilege, and I really appreciate what you do. Thank you. But let me uh, also tell you, as the commander of the American Legion, uh, we absolutely take no political point of view whatsoever. We are a nonpartisan, nonpolitical organization. We support our veterans, and we stand on Americanism. And with that being said, that's one of our four core principles. But with that being said, uh, after watching uh, the colonel's uh, Facebook post, the only thing that I can see that, in my personal opinion, that he has violated is the gag order. So... With that said, I'll just wait and see what comes from that. Well, uh, but he did, in fact, violate a gag order, apparently. He was told not to continue posting these sorts of things on social media, and he disregarded that order. Won't that always get you in trouble in the military? Oh, absolutely. When you disobey a lawful order, then you have to suffer the consequences thereof. And if he did violate that order, which was, in essence, a gag order, the order that was given to him was to stop using any kind of social media and posting on social media, and he violated that, and he understood that. And with doing that, he was willing to go and be arrested. Yet yeah, yeah, you call it outrageous that he was arrested, but but in fact, that's that's what's going to happen if if you uh, do things where your superior officer has explicitly told you not to, isn't it? Yes, when you violate an order, then you are subject to the repercussions of that, and when you violate a direct order. And if he violated direct order and he understood that, then he said, even in uh, one of his posts, that he was waiting for the police to show up at 8 o'clock the next morning, and he was willing to go to jail and willing to give up his military career for what he believed in. But in your statement, you said he shouldn't have been arrested. He should be instead hailed as a hero. Why do you say that? Well, because I do believe that he is a hero for telling the truth of the precipitous and egregious withdrawal from Afghanistan that left the 13 veterans dead. And we don't even mention them anymore. Um, what What is he saying that you think hasn't already been disclosed? We've had a lot of conversation in the country about the withdrawal, about the attack on the Kabul airport. There have been congressional hearings this week with the Joint Chiefs of Staff and the Secretary of Defense. So what is it you think he is is bringing out in these statements that, that hasn't been brought out already? Well, what I think, and just from watching his video, I cannot speak for the colonel. But what I believe uh, has been done is uh, the his superiors are not taking the blame for what was done in Af- Afghanistan when they pulled out of Kabul and they left that airport totally abandoned for the Taliban to come in and take over. And you've seen what has happened as a result thereof. Uh, the Washington Post uh, reports that in addition to making those sorts of comments, he also had a, uh, a LinkedIn video uh, a few days after the first video where he urged supporters to follow him and, quote, bring the system down. Now, in, in the aftermath of the attempted insurrection of the Capitol back in January, isn't that pretty dangerous rhetoric coming from a military official? Is that responsible on his part? Well, I can't speak on behalf of the colonel, so I really don't know. What well, Matt, I'm asking you to speak, to speak on your own behalf. You, you've uh, spoken out about uh, what you think of his other statements here, but, d- but doesn't that sort of rhetoric take this into sort of a, a new realm here? Well, I can't speak to that. Uh, but, but you've spoken about your thoughts on his other statements. 
Well, I just believe that, uh, and I, I will say first and foremost, the press release that you have was put together by several veterans. I happen to read it. I happen to agree with it. And then that post was sent out. Uh, it says in the statement, uh, quote, this is what happens when temporary occupants of the White House attempt to make decisions that our military leaders should be making. But we're really set up to have civilian control of the military in this country. Uh, where, where do you think that the system isn't functioning the way it should? Well, as a veteran myself, I have seen over the years that, uh, unfortunately, uh, the government steps in uh, and makes decisions that should be truly made by the military. That's just my personal opinion and what I have seen. And I think that a lot of the military action should be left up to the military with the knowledge of our leaders in Washington. What do you want to have happen to this lieutenant colonel? Uh, again, he's accused of essentially defying direct orders of being insubordinate. Uh, the sorts of things that, again, for, for military uh, uh, well-being and, and readiness and uh, just keeping order in the ranks, it's the sort of thing that superior officers routinely don't put up with. Should that be excused, ignored, forgiven in this case? What should happen to this Marine officer? Well, let me first off say that uh, Colonel Schuler is a highly decorated combat Marine, and you don't make it to the rank of lieutenant colonel without following orders and without doing what you're called to do and what you're ordered to do and what your mission is set forth to do by his superior officers. So he's done a great job of getting to that point. I watched his video, and I can see he, in my opinion, appears to be distraught uh, after suffering some of the different things that he's had to go through and his young Marines have had to go through. And with that being said, maybe he had a misjudgment and error. Uh, I'm not saying that what he said was absolutely right, but I'm also not saying what he said was wrong either. Should his military career be over? Well, that's his call, because he said he was willing to give up his military career. And if he's willing to give up his military career, well, then, then that's his call. Yeah, it's not entirely his call. It may, it may, he may decide he wants to stay, and his superiors may decide they, they don't. I, I, let me ask you, uh, now, when, when you were in the service, what was your, uh, what was your highest rank in, in the military? My, I was only an, an enlisted man. My highest rank was corporal. Um, and, and obviously, had you defied a direct order, that probably wouldn't have, have gone terribly well. Um, is this a situation that the military can overlook? Should they let this one ride? Uh, what, what message does it send? All right. Let me also inform you, in reading through this, uh, I understand that the colonel is for is facing an Article 32 of the UCMJ, which is the Uniform Code of Military Justice. And under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, Article 32 is also considered uh, basically like a uh, misdemeanor. Uh, it's a not a serious charge. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, you know, the way they describe it, again, uh, contempt toward officials, willful disobedience of a superior officer, conduct unbecoming an officer, sounds pretty serious, but ultimately you you don't think, uh, and, and it was serious enough apparently to incarcerate him for, for the time being at least, uh, but you ultimately don't see it as, as that big a deal. Well, I can tell you I myself suffered a uh, non-judicial judgment, NJP, uh, and because of a direct order that I violated when I was on active duty, mm -hmm. and I got what I deserved. And it was just uh, a strange situation. I can't go into detail about it right now. Uh, it would take too much of your time. <laughs> but 
I violated the law, I violated the direct order, and I suffered the consequences thereof. We as Marines stand ready to face whatever it is that we do and take credit or blame for our actions. Well, you have definitely focused a lot of attention on this uh, Marine officer's uh, words and his actions and his situation right now, and we appreciate you coming on and talking to us about it. Commander Paul Peavy, American Legion Post 32, thanks very much for your time this afternoon. Good to talk to you. Thank you, sir. You have a great day now. Appreciate it.